Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at the six habits, the six things you need to do to give you your fittest year yet. So if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I seriously recommend that you go back and listen to it because for the next weeks, I'm going to be going one by one into those habits and giving you just a little bit more reason behind and the science of why those habits are so important. So if you want the um, prelude to this, check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to start my in-depth look at each of the six habits, and I'm going to start with the one, and there. usually I don't say that there's things that are more important to your health than things that are less important to your health, except really this one and maybe next week's could be much more important than anything else that you do, and this week's is activity, not exercise, activity. Now, exercise is a set of planned movements that you do to get your heart rate up or to increase your strength or whatever, but they're planned movements. Activity is just the stuff that you do day to day. Now, our bodies are designed to get up and move and move and move some more because our ancestors had to get up first thing in the morning and they were moving all day every day just to survive if they wanted to go somewhere most of the time they had to walk Um, if they wanted to get from one floor of a building to another they took the stairs because there was nothing but stairs if you wanted to go up a hill you go up the hill Um, you walked up that hill you everything you did was walking it was carrying it was picking up it was moving all this stuff you're constantly moving throughout the day And then came the Industrial Revolution. And we have such wonderful inventions. I I think they're fantastic. We've got things from Roombas that vacuum your floor for you. We have cars that move us from here to there. We have uh, elevators and escalators that take us up buildings and back down buildings. I mean, these are all terrific innovations, except for the fact that it allows us to basically do nothing. Now we go to the store. We pull up to the closest parking place available and since covid a whole lot of us just go and push the button and let the back of the car the trunk whatever open up and somebody loads your groceries in for you and closes the trunk back and you drive off you took a sum total of zero steps for that Um, so our activity has been able to decline over the years and not surprisingly As our activity level has decreased, the number of chronic health conditions and our weight have both increased. Now, that's a correlation. It's not necessarily a causation. You can't specifically say because of this, that, but you can say that because that when this went down, that went up. So let's look at activity. 
activity is very easy to measure. For most of us, we can measure it by our steps. And a lot of us have some kind of fitness tracker. Um, if not, you've got fitness trackers that are built into your phone. You've got all types of ways that you can tell how much activity you have and how your activity is dispersed throughout the day. But the next thing to know is how much activity do you need? It's interesting. We've all, almost everybody has heard that you need 10,000 steps a day. And I've gone over before, the 10,000 steps a day was just a marketing ploy by a Japanese uh, pedometer company. Walking was becoming a really big fad, and so they everybody was wearing pedometers, and the pedometers only had four digits on them. They go up to 9,999. This particular pedometer company added another digit to their pedometer and said, you need to get your 10,000 steps a day. And so it kind of stuck. Well, it's really interesting that when they started doing some really solid science looking at this, not just a commercial, started doing the solid science looking at it, they found that 10,000 steps a day was really good cutoff. So what they've determined is that around 5,000 steps a day, uh, some people say six, but around 5,000 steps a day, anything less than that, you're sedentary. You're a couch potato. You are in danger of some serious metabolic consequences. If you get 5,000 to 7,500 steps a day, you are in the very low active category. If you get 7,500 to 10,000 steps a day, you're in the low active category. If you get 10,000 steps a day or more, you're in the active category. And if you happen to get over 12,500 steps a day, you are in the very active category. Now, if you're in the below 5,000 steps category, don't say, well, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to get 10,000 steps. You're probably not. Well, you might get it tomorrow, but you're not going to maintain that. You need to start increasing gradually because every little bit helps. They found that every 1,000 steps that you take more than what you're taking now uh, until you get to the 10,000 step level gives benefits. For instance, they've done some very large studies and they found that every thousand steps that you take, uh, if you're in the, the low active categories, every thousand steps extra that you take reduces the stiffness of your arteries, which, of course, gives you less chance of cardiovascular disease. Every thousand steps you take lowers the BMI, which is your body mass index. So which means that the more steps you take, generally, the less you're going to weigh. And they even did one study that they measured a whole bunch of people and they counted their steps and they found the, the low step people weighed the most, the high step people weighed the least. So that, that's a big factor. And one that I've not talked about before is taking the stairs. We all know you probably should take the stairs. Now, in some places, it's really hard to take the stairs because, you know, I've been in hotels. I wanted to take the stairs. They hit them. Um, heaven forbid there's a fire because I couldn't find the stairs. So, But if you're, you only have a few flights to go and you can find the stairs, taking the stairs makes a tremendous amount of difference. It's kind of interesting. Whenever there's stairs and escalators side by side, usually between two and eight percent of the people take the stairs. Now they know the stairs are probably better for them. And by the way, they took out the people that were carrying heavy things or people in a wheelchair, people that were disabled. They just counted the people that could take the stairs easily. When they put up a sign reminding people that taking the stairs was better for them, 
it went up to about 22% of the population took the stairs. And you think, well, big deal. Well, it is a big deal because going upstairs counts as vigorous physical activity. And if you took the stairs, it Every time, and I mean, unless you live at the top of a high rise, but if you took the stairs, it's going to be about 10 minutes of vigorous physical activity. There was one hospital that encouraged their people to take the stairs, and they followed the ones that actually took the stairs. And in six months, they lost 1.2 pounds and one inch of belly fat, which is a tremendous amount of weight for all you did was start taking the stairs. You're it says the maximum benefit comes from about six flights of stairs a day. So if you got to go upstairs to your co-worker's office, doing that six times a day gives you your maximum benefit. And it reduced the people's chance of dying by 16%. And that was just taking six flights of stairs a day, which is really you know, 60 steps up, 60 steps back down. That's really not that big of a deal. And lastly, when you have to sit, because sometimes you have to sit, like if I'm doing a podcast, I can't really get up and walk around that much. When you have to sit, make sure you don't sit for more than 30 minutes at a time. When your 30 minutes is up, get up and move around. You need to take about 200 steps and then you can go back to work or watching TV or whatever you're doing. But remember, they've done lots of studies and they said that sedentary time does not cut into your exercise if you're an exerciser you'll get your exercise done but if you increase your sedentary time during the day if you take more time sitting if you watch an extra movie if you do whatever that cuts into your active time and it seems that active time is the most important thing you can do to improve your health and make your fitness just a little bit funner I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner. <laughs>